Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. My name is Jared. And I'm Edwina. And if you listen to this, this is our Once More with Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Today we're doing Season 5, Episode 15, I Was Made to Love You. Isn't that nice? Mm-hmm. This episode was first aired February 20th, 2001 and was written by Jane Espenson and directed by David A. Contner. Over to you, Eddie. Ah, this is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan, but Buffy has... <laughs> Buffy is what? <laughs> no. What has she done? What did Buffy do? Sorry. All right, this is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan, but Jared has never watched the series all the way through, and I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time. It was worth it just for that, I think. <laughs> a little gaff there. That's staying in there, by the way. Thank you. You're welcome. You bastard. I know. So to add to that, Eddie, uh, so I was made to love you, Eddie. What was your initial thoughts or feelings on this episode? Yeah, so on the surface, this episode feels like a breather episode in the midst of the glory arc, um, but it is somewhat of a pivotal episode. Um, like, you can't skip this episode. Unskippable, okay. Um, like, there is sort of the game changer at the end, like that end scene, Uh I'm going to decide we won't talk about in this episode. Uh, okay. All right. We're not allowed to talk about the ending. Okay. Well, we can talk about it, but we won't talk about it. We won't We won't analyze it. Okay. All <laughs> so right. Yeah. All right. It's there, but we're, we're going to kind of ignore it and just focus on the rest of the episode. Okay. Fair enough. All right. That's the rules. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I no, th- there's, there is a lot of uh, foreshadowing in this episode and it introduces... Um, a future antagonist, Warren, um, and you sort of get a little bit of a glimpse of his true character in this. Uh, okay, Katrina, yeah. Katrina, the um, the girlfriend, the girlfriend, the the real life, the alive girlfriend, the alive girlfriend. <laughs> yep. Uh, she also plays a bit of a role in future episodes, um, and you know, and we get sort of. Uh, the creation of the Buffy bot, which can we, is... Can we refer to this one as the sex bot <laughs> from this episode? Okay, so... So we're not mentioning the ending. That's your rule. My yeah. rule, We she is the sex bot, okay? We refer to her as the sex bot. Like the Buffy bot or April. April. Is, April is the sex oh, bot. No, no, I'm not. I am not <laughs> going to refer to her as the sex bot because even Warren says she's not... A sex I don't bot. know. I saw those files on that drive there. And, no, uh, that was that was make Warren happy, and it was like give him present and praise yeah, him. I, I listen, don't think you saw listen, the other ones. Listen sympathetically. There was four sex positions on there, and the rest were just position, 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 and four sex files. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a fetish. <laughs> yeah, fetish file. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to refer to a sex bot. So no, you, you need can't to, stop me. No, you she, can't stop me. No. I'm going to do it. You're disgusting. Thank you. Um, you disgust me. But I was talking about the Buffy bot. Well, we haven't seen her yet. No, but yeah. you see Spike getting Warren to make her. Yeah. Um, and But yeah, this episode is probably more about the um, sort of Buffy's also dealing with love and relationships and yeah. expectations. Oh, this is going to go so well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what did you think of the episode? Um, no, I actually thought this episode was a bit meh, to be honest. A bit, on, a bit on the uh, silly side, the the sex bot. She's not a sex bot. She's a yeah. girlfriend. 
<laughs> well, I love that you can't tell the difference. Oh, Jesus. God. <laughs> Ref awards a penalty for below the belt on that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, but well, before we get into it, let's do a, a quick summary and get back to it. Buffy trained at the magic box while venting to Giles and Xander about Spike as they both tried to console her. Meanwhile, a young woman arrives in Sunnydale searching for her true love, Warren. Joyce prepares for a date with help from Buffy and Dawn. Anya and Tara discuss the internet and stocks when the young woman asks about Warren's whereabouts but moves on when they can't help. At a spring break party, Buffy chats with Ben and dances with Xander. The woman arrives still searching for Warren. Spike hits on her, but she throws him through a window. Buffy tries to talk to her, but gets thrown aside. The gang all conclude that the woman is a robot and must find Warren before she harms someone. Willow finds Warren's location. Buffy visits Warren, who is trying to leave with his current girlfriend, Katrina. He reveals he made April as the perfect girlfriend, but See? Girlfriend, not sex bot. But fell in love with Katrina. April encounters Katrina in a park and tries to kill her. Warren and Buffy arrive on the scene, but Warren sets April on Buffy so he can escape with Katrina. Buffy fights April, damaging her until she stops. Buffy stays with April until her batteries run out. Buffy realizes she doesn't need a man in her life. Spike tracks down Warren about making a Buffy-based robot for him. The end. All right, so I think I might start this one off tonight. So uh, I had two, two sort of revelations with this episode. So things I know that are coming or characters and situations. The first, of course, the ending of what happened with Joyce. So I knew that was coming. Uh, I didn't expect it like that at all. Um, and the second one was the Buffy bot. So when I was watching this episode, I felt that the character, the sex bot, was very reminiscent of the uh, Buffy Bot character that I'd seen. I've seen before when you've been watching it. I just didn't know the context, and I was I was kind of curious how that character came into the show. And again, I didn't see this coming. Is that some uh, that one of those guys made her, made her? Yeah. I I thought maybe the initiative had something to do with it. It seemed like something they would have done to create a Buffy Bot. I couldn't understand their um their motives for yeah, their creating rationale, that. Yeah. The rationale for it. So. And considering where, I've, where they're done and dusted, I'm like, oh, I'm wondering how that character comes into it because we are heading towards the end. Uh, so, yeah, that was a nice little revelation of uh, the uh, evolution of the Buffy bot yes. and where she comes from. Yeah. I'm guessing it's going to be basically all the scenes with the slapstick in it, I'm, I'm predicting, maybe, with her. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, well, what to, when we were watching this, I asked you, who, like, that the actress that was playing April wasn't their first choice and it was actually written for someone else, maybe a pop star at the time. And straight away, who did you say? Uh, I think you had to give me a clue, but uh, I think I did say I, Britney. I, did, I didn't say pop. The moment I said pop star, like I said, someone of the day and you're, you're just like, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I said pop star and you're like, oh, yeah, Britney. Britney. <laughs> Well, un- unfortunately, she turned it down to do the Crossroads, Crossroads movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm sure she would have had time to do this. I mean, I don't think that was really a scheduling conflict. It just would have been a day's work or something, you know. But she didn't want to play a robot. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think it was just that I she think didn't want to be a robot. Yeah. She was being nice. She was like, oh, I'm kind of busy making this epic blockbuster film. They're already printing my name on the Oscars for it, I'm sure. <laughs> it's not going to win any Razzies. <laughs> no, no. No, no, I don't think it did. I think she got beaten by glitter. So, damn you, Myra Carey. <laughs> Outdoing me again. Yeah. Well, so at the core of this episode is, you know, themes of love and loneliness. Um, and Buffy investigating April's present in Sunnydale, you know, she has to confront her own insecurities about love and relationships. Um, and this episode offers some insight into Buffy's emotional vulnerability and her struggle to balance her role as the slayer and her desire for a normal life. Um, you know, cause she's, you know, it's, the episode starts out with her still reeling from last week's revelation with Spike where she's, she's kind of angry and confused mm. by the whole thing. Um, and the fact that you know, she even brings up when her mum's going on a date, she brings up the fact that her past two relationships haven't just ended. They've ended with the person ha- having to completely leave town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, she's probably still really kind of confused about that. And, she, you know, she's sort of talking to Xander like, you know, well, maybe I have to change how I act and maybe I have to you know, conform more to what they like. Yeah, smile more. Um, Laugh at their jokes more. Like pretend, Mm. pretty much pretend to be something that she's not. Um, Let's make some cookies for the boys. Yes. Um, Which is funny because that's like, I think that's what she realises with April. Like she has this real, you know, this sympathy and compassion for both Warren and April. Like she understands why Warren created her yeah and but she also has like this compassion for like she lies to her at the end like tells her you know he'll he'll be be back real soon you know <laughs> you're a good girlfriend he's really proud of you yeah um yeah he like she she tells him tells her this lie and um you know and I, I think it's that thing where Buffy was she was thinking in this, she's ready to move on, but she doesn't really know how to move on. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it, I know, it, it felt a bit silly, that scene at the end of you know her dying, quote unquote dying. I kind of liked that scene. Yeah, it's kind know, of a it's, sweet, yeah. well. I know, I thought it was a bit, I thought it was a bit silly to be honest. <laughs> oh, I, I, that's actually what I've got as my favourite scene. Yeah, really? So it is, because they do have this kind of, this weird, deep and meaningful conversation. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't a fan of it to be honest. Uh, how did she, how did she keep her batteries going? That question was never answered, was it? No. Yeah. Okay. No. Because it just needed to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Warren. Well, when do you really know? Warren said, "Oh, her batteries should have run out." Like, yeah. when do you know when your batteries? Like, <laughs> when do you know? Like, when do you actually know <laughs> if you don't have a, you know, a little An indicator or something? Yeah, some sort of indicator. <laughs> Well, she, it wasn't lithium know. batteries because lithium batteries usually just die straight away. They don't s- s- slowly go out. So there must have been NICAD batteries she had. Okay. Because <laughs> lithium batteries just go like that. It's like the ones of my power tools. Yeah. I mean, they slowly go a little bit, but then they just stop. Yeah. 
Because the old Nike batteries where you could always you could just get that last little bit out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd sort of know. Yeah. <laughs> Before them lithium batteries. Yeah. Um and she sort of also has this whiff of compassion for for Warren. Um when he's talking about how he thought that he would be in love with April. Yeah. Um because she was perfect. Well, he didn't really sort of go into it. He just said he didn't love her anymore. Like, he didn't really talk no, about... No, no, he just said it was like, well, I'd say that, A, he's probably a narcissist. So, he, like, had full control of the situation. He had f- he had fully programmed her. Um, and that was boring to him because yeah. he had full control. And when you saw the way that he would talk to Katrina, like, he was just like, you know, shut up, do what I tell you. Well, wouldn't a narcissist want the control? Yeah, but it's no fun for oh. a narcissist if someone's doing exactly what... Like, he already has the control. He's not yeah. doing behaviour to control her. Okay. That's really confusing. So, he wants the control to control her, but when he has the control, he doesn't want the well, there's, control. There's no, there's no sport in it. Okay. So, he wants the fight back. He wants the... Yeah. He wants the back talk, I guess, and not to say, yes, master. Yes. All the time. Yeah, I guess I guess that's kind of true. Um, and yeah, and I, I guess through uh, April's journey, um, Buffy, you know, does come to realize the importance of self discovery and self acceptance because she doesn't want to end up like uh, April, who her sole purpose in life was to please a man, and she did everything right. And so she still couldn't please him. You don't have to be complete. You don't have to have a man to be complete. Yes. Maybe we're sort of. <laughs> well, no, it was more that April didn't get a choice and Buffy gets the choice of going on some self, you know. Isn't that something that Disney often are criticised for, for a lot of their films, that all the women or the female characters have to have a man and feeding on the notion that you're not happy unless you have a man or you're, you're com- not complete? Yeah. Uh, something that's been criticised before. Have you heard of that one? Yeah. Also, most of the Disney characters suffer from severe, um, like they are so isolated and lonely or <laughs> put mm. in these situations that they they do fall in love with the first, first person, person that's nice. Like the first person that's nice to them. Nice to them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They usually are. Um, They're so mistreated and... <laughs> Well, I'm just trying to think. We got Snow White, and yeah, I guess maybe by the evil stepmother. I that that sort of made me think that stepmother was just like saying evil mother. I used to, <laughs> I used to think yeah. that because it was always a stepmother was an evil stepmother. Yeah. So a step parent was always bad. Um. So that's probably another uh, uh another thing of Disney sort of uh, promoted a little too often. Yeah. So anyway, April was highlighting the significance of personal growth. And finding one's own identity. Hmm. Um, and as I said, Buffy gets that choice and April didn't get to have that. April didn't get to make choices. That was yeah, uh, the other I, thing. I just <laughs> find it interesting that you feel so much sympathy for this robot character. I do. I do. <laughs> I just really couldn't care less. I just It was just a robot. <laughs> it's just a walking toast already. <laughs> yeah. No, but then it turn got on, me. Th- and then it got. Then it got me thinking that Warren probably treated her terribly as well, and mm. you know, she was this abused robot and robot rights. 
I, I know it's all suspension of disbelief, but the fact that you just create a perfect replica robot in the nineties like that <laughs> twice. By the way, we had Ted. We, oh, he wasn't even it. he wasn't even created in the nineties. He was created in like the nineteen fifties. Yeah, that was even. <laughs> we never sort of get any explanation how any of this is done or what. I suppose at that point you just don't need it because whatever explanation you give is just going to be stupid. Well, yeah. when talking about. April and it's the fact that everyone was like, "Oh yeah, she's a robot!" <laughs> like straight away, yeah. like it, it's that. Why well, said that too? Oh, she's a robot. <laughs> yeah, it, it's the uncanny valley <laughs> of her, and that she's perfectly imperfect. Yeah, I yeah I get that. Yeah, um, you know, being perfect isn't always a good thing. <laughs> like, mm. uh, Heavens forbid you be perfect. Yes, but it's not always a good thing. Um, and this is probably a good episode to bring up talking about AI, which has been in the news quite a bit lately. Oh, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's funny about that. It's putting itself in the news maybe. I don't know. It's controlling our news sources. Possibly. Uh, yeah. Well, I think, I think it's like a lot of rich people are like, oh, we've found a way that we can, you know, like cut out people <laughs> from us making money and we can just use AI well, it, to do all the hard work well, and when, not, then we don't have to pay people. It's not really sort of about that. It's about the uses we're using it mm. and that, that's the interesting part and the likeness you can make of people. And like I sent you that um, Johnny Cash Which I thought was video. awful. <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty good. Like it's uh, seamless. I mean, the... As you just mentioned, it was, too, it was perfect. too perfect. Well, the, well, the thing is, like a Johnny Cash recording from 30, 40, 50 years ago wouldn't sound that good. Yeah. And not good in the, sen- in the quality sense of, of the sound I'm talking but about. I don't not, know. Of not of what, not of what how, uh, the music he was playing. Hmm. So, And as you said as before, the uncanny valley of the character, she was too perfect. And that's how everyone worked out she was a robot. Yeah. But it's that. Um Sometimes it's those imperfections that can make something unique and beautiful yeah. and entertaining as well, hmm. uh, which is why I think shows like Buffy, which is a completely imperfect show, but it's fun to talk about because it yeah, does have... The, yeah. yeah, I didn't say I wasn't entertained. Oh, mm. Actually, no, I did say I was bored. You did <laughs> say you were bored with this one. Um, and that's why I don't think AI will take over the jobs of creatives because... A, it needs an operator, but B, it can't come up with – like it has to pull from other sources. So you're just going to get the same thing over and over again. And we're already in a situation where we're just getting the same thing Well, actually, maybe what would be a good thing. I might again. do something different. Who knows? Well, no. You know, well, so. well, it is that thing like – well, people are now starting to be like, ugh, we're a bit bored of this. <laughs> but they've been doing this for like over 10 years though, so I'm not sure why it's a problem now. Well, it's, it's a, not making. Well, it has been. Well, that, it's yeah. been making them lots of money over the past ten but years. The, it's starting to not make them yeah, money exactly. anymore. Exactly. There, there are starting to see the low returns on their IPs now. Now mm. the Mermaid, Little Mermaid film just came out. Another live action remake, and you just roll your eyes like, "Geez, really another one?" But as far as I know, that one is not doing well. I don't uh, know. I haven't heard anything. <laughs> yeah. I well. I. I don't know if it's the film itself or if there is just a trend with cinemas because there seem to be a few bombs going at the moment. Now, they don't, I can't tell whether this is because the films are bad or because there is a trend. But to be honest, the films kind of do look bad though. So you have, just to name the three, The Flash, 
Like, the Flash doesn't look bad. Indiana Jones movie, the Little Mermaid film, and there was, like, another Pixar movie that came out that's bombed as well. Mm. So those three things in the past would usually bank pretty well. Even if they were bad, you'd know they would sort of make some money. Yeah. But now they're not. So I, I, know, I don't know what is causing that. Is that a symptom of fatigue from these IPs or is it something to do with people going to cinemas? That's what I'm sort of – I'm not really sure what the answer is on that. I'd say it's all maybe of the both. above. <laughs> yeah, well, all of the above maybe, yeah. Like you've got to make a choice. Like if you're going to go to the movies – like the, there might have been once upon a time – You'd go see every movie that came out if yeah. you had, you know, if you had that disposable income. Well, you could because movies would stay in cinemas for months. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't imagine movies. I mean, months after it come out, it'd be on a streaming service. Mm. So you know, films don't stay on there as long as they used to. Yeah. So that could be another thing, another component, another symptom. Yeah. I don't know, maybe. But yeah. I, like, I actually had a look at everything that was at the cinemas at the moment. And there was absolutely nothing that was original. This Though we are getting Barbie and what is it, Open Oppenheimer? Yeah, released soon. So have faith in Christopher Nolan to make original stuff. So one of the few guys yeah. out there doing it. <laughs> he makes original stuff, but all of his stuff is around, uh, based around time. <laughs> what well, the last couple have been? Not all of them. All of them. All about of them. time. Oh, Pretty just much. Memento. Not. Yeah. Batman, not really, no. Okay, not really Batman. Tenet, yeah, okay. <laughs> Interstellar, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, time, yeah. Yeah, it, well, it, see, it's he, definitely something that Well, he, he was hired to make the, the Batman films rather than he made them, so that's probably a bit different, yeah. Oh, I think he made those movies so he could make, you know, it's you make your big budget movies so you can make your art house. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But he's he makes big budget art house. Movies. Big budget art house, yeah. High concept yeah. shit. Yeah, high concept. But yeah, you've got to do. What was that that joke? That was in a. What movie was that in? Oh, I think it was in a Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were talking about the fact that they have to make. You have to make a couple of big budget movies so you can make your art house movie. Okay. Yeah. Is that a quote from them? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In, oh, what was the Kevin it, Smith movie? Is that the Strikes Back one? Yeah. 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 Jay and Silver Bob Strike Back. Yeah. yeah. Um, All right, off and, topic and there. No, no, no. We're <laughs> 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 a rambling off topic. Um, but let's get back. Talking about AI and perfectly imperfect um, modules, it got me thinking about that episode. We watched uh, the so- a South Park episode recently that's set in the future. Yeah. And they had... <laughs> was it Alexis? Alexis. Alexa? Alexa. Alexa. Um, who who you thought was a girlfriend. Yeah. At first. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, oh no, that's just my Alexa. And she and then like he's telling her what to do and she's giving him attitude. Yeah. <laughs> um, she throws tantrums. Yeah. Um, and I think it is that thing where they had to make a realistic girlfriend. girlfriend yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's uh I think you're you're right on the money on that one. I think that's exactly Sort of playing on that. So with the the sex spot from uh, this episode, it was, she was just too perfect for Warren, and that's why. He, I mean, could well, he? Well, she could, became boring. Could he just like just turned her off, like the off button? Well, he t- well, that's the other thing. He he, he built made her. he built her, but <laughs> didn't put in an off button. Yeah, 
reset button or something. Made it really strong as well. Mm. I'm not sure why. I don't know. They always seem to make robots. Robots are really? always strong, aren't yeah. they? Even though they're kind of weak. <laughs> Usually, <laughs> you can just push them over. Yeah. Or that one. You ever see that one of them kicking that dog? <laughs> yeah, I always hate it because I'm just like, oh, please don't do that. One day they're going to take over and, and yeah. they're going to be doing that You're to like you. You like being kicked. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I hate. I, I don't like seeing robots getting... Well, they're showing the stability of it. That's what the, the <laughs> I don't saying. like it. Look, you can kick it and it just gets right back up again. <laughs> Why would you make me feel pain? <laughs> well, that's the other thing that he does. He, he he makes her feel pain when he's not around. Like that might have also been why she went to find him was because um, she feels physical pain when he's not around. Mm. Wow. And I think it's like he said, oh, she, she feels pain when um, if he – Calls to her and she she doesn't answer. Oh, yeah, he mentioned that. Yeah, if he calls and she doesn't answer, she feels pain. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you do get a little bit of the glimpse of the narcissist that Warren is. Yeah, definitely, yeah. It does get explored a bit more (laughs) in later seasons. Yeah. So. The lone gunman. Do they call themselves the lone gunman? No, Uh, they're like the three. Three amigos. um, Musketeers. I can't. Geeks. Yeah, I don't know. They do. They do have a name. I just can't fucking remember it right now. Power of three. Yeah, they're the arch nemesises. (laughs) It seems like they're doing their own little thing, and that that they don't even know they're there. Is that well? The difference with them, so they're they're not really the big bad, but they're not trying to take over the world. (laughs) Like like their whole thing is they're not trying to take over the world. They're just kind of they're making Buffy's life. Annoying. <laughs> Annoying. <laughs> they kind of, they keep kind of going after Buffy, but yeah, it's it never sort of works. And yeah, well, I think they just kind of want don't want Buffy on their trail. Okay, right. Yeah. So they're trying to get rid of the Slayer because she's sort of stopping them from being able to do what they want to do. Okay. <laughs> um, as I said, you you did get a glimpse of his narcissism, um, but yeah, also the ethical implications of creating artificial beings and then designing them to feel pain. Yeah, like I, I've it's like we're watching Clone Wars at the moment, and uh, there's there's certain scenes with those droids, the battle droids, where they're screaming and yelling. Yep. They're like, why are they doing that? Why are they like yelling and and scared as well? They're like, ah, Jedi, you know, and and they're running and they're scared, uh, and they're like, but they wouldn't do that unless someone programmed to do that. So yeah. why would they program someone to do that? It it does come off as a good comic relief to the show. The the battle droids. I mean, they're so menacing in the films, but in the mm, in the just show, the sheer numbers, yeah, menacing. Yeah. But they, they don't. They don't sort of talk in that comedic sort of vacuola that they do on the show. Like they really do yeah. ham it up, which I don't mind. It's it's quite hilarious. Um, but yeah, making machines feel pain and fear is yeah yeah something that you kind of yeah. It's also you, that it's something hard to do, so you'd have to put a lot of effort into it as well. Yeah, but it's you so- know, it is that it is that ethical implication of you know the responsibility. Of the creator towards its creations, um, yeah. Like, why make them feel pain? Yeah, it's it's not an easy thing to do. Like, it, it, I mean, is it just coding? I don't know. Do they just do they actually feel pain, or are they just programmed to think they feel pain? Yeah. 
What is pain? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. All right, my head's hurting on that one. Yeah. Uh, and we have Rip, like, Spike attempting to... Talk down Giles. And yeah, he, uh... like, he, like he's try- he goes back to, like, all of Buffy's friends to just be like... Oh, it's just a little misunderstanding. Um, yeah. yeah, and then you get you get Daddy Giles. Yeah, he like you like really Ripper Giles. He really comes turned in. then, didn't yeah, he? Like, he's yeah. like, get the fuck out of here now before I beat the shit out of you. Yeah. And like, oh, it wasn't. R- it wasn't. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. It's like if I ever see you again, I'm going to stake you. Yeah. You're d- you're done. You're not our friends. <laughs> get out. Yeah. Pretty much doing the same thing that Spike did to him last season, which was like. Why can't it, you know, I hate all of you and why mm. do you keep coming to me? And then yeah. he has to go to them for help. Um, yeah, a little glimpse of Yeah, and on, on that note, again, I keep bringing this up. So he comes stumbling in with his, his oh, thing on thing fire. Oh, it's thing was on fire. <laughs> Literally on fire. Can, can't he just walk around in a motorbike? I don't suit, know. Like it's, they did in Blade? It's just, it's just more dramatic to... Run in with a blanket over him. Yeah, I mean, just like wear a motorbike helmet and gloves and stuff. <laughs> they did that in Blade. I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. They can walk around daylight. Oh, actually, they also just use sunscreen as well. That yeah, so they used to wear this <laughs> weird sunscreen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that is a bit heavy. Yeah, um, and the discussion with when she was t- when she's talking to Giles about Spike. And she was like, oh, maybe I let him on. And and Giles says, it's not your fault the way that he's behaving, which was the complete opposite of what Joyce and Willow were saying to her in the last episode where they were like, did you do something to lead him on? <laughs> <laughs> Just funny the different perspectives in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you seen this episode? Uh, no, I haven't seen this episode. No. You um, want to me. And did you go down any rabbit holes? Uh, not really. Um, was looking up the actor, Ben. He's, oh, a- yeah. he's aged well. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing you said to me was like, "Is there? what's with his hair? What does his hair look like? Is it looked a bit extra dorky? I mean, I don't really looks, remember having... Ex- yeah, the hair kind of dates him a little bit. Yeah, said, yeah. yeah. Uh, and seeing, his, seeing him now, he's been acting... So much, so many things. What's his name again? <laughs> I just know him as Ben. Ben. So. Uh, we'll just call him Ben. That's <laughs> yeah. all right. I'm sure. I'm sure people still call him that from the job he did from 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. No really rabbit holes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so go into question time. Yep. I have only one more question. I have to go to the bathroom. I said, be right back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Jared. Yes, Eddie. Which character was your favorite? That's a good question for another time. <laughs> I liked uh, Ben in this episode. He was so charming and nice. Aww. I could and see tried, that relationship. And he tried to make a little joke he about his... His Joke. pediatric pants. Yes, his pediatric no, pants. No, was it pediatric? No. No, what was his joke? Orthopedic right. pants. Orthopedic, yes. Yep. Uh, what's what's that? Adult. Oh, that's, yeah, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, he was very sweet. 
Mm-hmm. Are we? Uh, I don't know if you if you can answer this question, but can can he just change into glory just like that, or does something have to I, happen? I don't or, think he has any control over it. Or so, but is she like aware of what he's doing? No, no. She just changes when she wants to. Yeah. So he, and that can just happen randomly. Yeah. Okay. Nothing can like start that or anything, or that's just no, no. no? Okay. All right. That is so cool. Can you fly? Uh, yeah, my favourite character's April. Six spot. <laughs> April. Okay. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna do all the questions as a robot. Which please, character please please do don't. you love to hate? Please don't. Please don't. I'm serious. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Alright. Which character do you love to hate? Uh well I guess we're supposed to hate Warren. Yeah. Yeah, but fuck I, Warren. I, I, Warren. Fuck yeah, Warren. I've got Warren. Uh, the sex bot's a bit stupid. <laughs> Warren! Oh, as if you wouldn't want a sex bot. Mm. LOL moment. So I did like the um, when you got the Terminator view from the sex bot and oh, the yeah. sort of directory files that she all has mm-hmm. for Warren. Yep, so that was the pleasing Warren files. Just pleasing Warren. Uh, actually, But, but my, favorite, my favorite one of that was something like give him presents. <laughs> uh, yeah, so have you got all the file names there, Eddie? Yeah. So, hang on. It is called Make Warren Happy. Um, and it's a folder called Kissing 01, Kissing 02, Listen Sympathetically. <laughs> but spelled funny, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, give hi- It's G-V-H-M presents. Give him presents. <laughs> give him presents. <laughs> and then you've got Sex 01, Sex 02, Sex 03, Sex 04. Praise him. <laughs> Neck rubs, fetish one, two, and three. <laughs> <laughs> they're separate files. Fetish one, all, fetish two, they're, fetish they're three. All separate files. And then you've got position one, two, three, four, and five and six. <laughs> um, and yeah, and then it's got the rec- recognition module, and it's like Warren, boyfriend, really smart, handsome, best lover, snappy dresser, good dancer, <laughs> <A> good dancer. <laughs> Mate, oh, you're talking about making him feel pain, making her think he's a good dancer. That's well, it's funny. He's got these other fields horrific. here. One is locate Warren, and then the other one is protect Warren. Mm. So, yeah, I thought that was that was a nice touch. I did like that. I was kind of curious: are we going to get a Terminator two, <laughs> Terminator <laughs> sort of vision of the world from her point of view? Yeah. So, it was a nice payoff. Um, yeah, I think my favourite part was when Warren's trying to mansplain that April is a robot and Buffy's just like, yeah, well, duh. <laughs> just that, uh-huh. They even played the music into it of, mm. you know, of the reveal. Yeah. She's a robot and the music goes, dun, and yeah. That, yeah. It's like almost the show didn't know that <laughs> she was a robot. <laughs> She's a robot. Uh-huh. Okay, favourite fight scene. There aren't too many. So, in this really, the episode. one with Buffy versus Sexbot, I think. Yeah. So. And she does a little. <laughs> she does a little growl. <laughs> she growls? You made her so she growls? Favourite scene. Uh, Spike getting thrown out of the window was pretty pretty intense. Yeah. You know, I guess. Yeah. 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 That, you are not my boyfriend. Yeah. I want to know what he said. <laughs> yeah, he whispered something, didn't he? 
Yeah. Um, and also, side note, he was doing the thing of trying to talk to a girl in the same room as Buffy to make her mm, jealous. Yeah, he was trying to make. Yeah, he was trying to make Buffy jealous. That old trick. I huh? go up to a girl and start talking to her in in view of the other girl. You know, like, yeah, like oh, I've moved after, on after she had already re- rejected him, mm. and then threw him out a window. But then um, April also hurt Buffy in that scene as well. Yeah. Threw her across the room too, didn't yeah. she? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I reckon the fight between her and Katrina, like Katrina also didn't really fight back, but it was, yeah. yeah. It was, it was kind of terrifying when you see her just holding her going, she's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought she was going to be holding her head for some reason. <laughs> I know the show's not that dark, yeah, but I was yeah. just, which you could sort of see her holding her hair. I'm like, oh God, is she holding her head? <laughs> His head fell off. <laughs> her head fell off. Um, April and Buffy talking on the swing as April's batteries are slowly dying. Oh. And they have this sweet little conversation. And Buffy kind of starts rethinking all her choices. Uh, I think mm. she even says, she starts quoting all of these sayings, like it's always darkest before the, that's when her. Um, no, before dawn. Oh. Yeah, before, that, that's when she, mm. but she doesn't say dawn, but yeah. Yeah. Very sweet. Into that, yeah. It's sort of this very sweet little conversation mm. that they have. And you, I felt so bad for poor April. <laughs> poor April. Ah. <sighs> All right, least favorite scene. Oh, my least favorite scene was a sex bot dying. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was really stupid <laughs> sitting there speaking really slow, um, mumbling on and stuff. Uh, yeah, no, I thought it was. I thought it was silly. Oh. Um. Of a character we've never seen before and it's programmed to feel something, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I think Buffy could also sort of relate to it a bit when she was like, I did everything, I did everything right. And in Buffy's head, she did everything right with Riley and it still wasn't enough to make him stay. Did she, though? Well, she didn't know. I don't I don't think she, well, she wasn't made aware of it because he never told her. So mm-hmm. <laughs> until okay. like five minutes before he was like, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, my least favourite scene is when she's flirting, like she's trying to flirt with Ben and she's sort of doing this that weird laughing at his jokes. Oh, Buffy is? Yeah, and it <laughs> yeah. kind of reminded me of like an old episode with her and Cordelia where Cordelia's laughing at fake jokes. She learnt from the best. Yes. Well, make sure you laugh at his jokes. Yeah. Um, favourite quote. You made a growl. <laughs> That's all I got. And uh, my favorite quote's Anya. She speaks with a strange evenness and selects her words a shade too precisely. Robot. <laughs> um, who gets the wooden spoon? I gave it to Spike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, he does get shit on a lot in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, gets thrown through a window, then thrown outside. Yeah. Told to leave town. Yeah. So So he does magically know who Warren is. So. Yeah. And it was 
it, I did like the bait and switch when you saw him going to his apartment. Oh, he's sorry, his um, cemetery. Where's he living again? The cemetery, the, yeah, the crypt, crypt. Sorry, in the crypt. And he's ripping all the posters and stuff down, and he's shrine down. So, so you get the feeling that oh, he's uh, he's over Buffy, and he's you know he's going to start again. But no, he's actually taken that stuff so the guy can make him a sex bot. Yeah, sex Buffy bot. Yeah. So yeah, I did like that sort of bait and switch. Well, I was going to say Warren because he just didn't. You put can still in a, say Warren. Well, he didn't put an off switch. <laughs> His robot girlfriend. And then he ends up losing both his robot girlfriend and his girlfriend girlfriend. So, install a damn off switch. (laughs) Uh, Who is the MVP of this episode? Oh, it's Buffy. Yeah, I've got Buffy. Yeah. Um, What do you rate this episode out of 10 using something from the episode? I gave it uh, positions number four. (laughs) All right. Um, I went eight out of 10. Puffy Xanders. I don't know why he's in, like, were those sumo suits kind of popular at the time? Uh, it was, I think it was one of those carnival things, maybe. I, actually, mm. I remember doing one at a friend's Bucks party. Um, that was, yeah, maybe 10 years ago or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's funny. It's one of those sort of fad things that were like at carnivals, like the Velcro suit things. Remember them? Oh, the ones where you jump onto it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I never actually done one. They don't look like fun but <laughs> yes. just get stuck on them yeah um fly trap something yeah like you just jump on a, a trampoline and just like you know and then wait till you fall yeah and i think someone's got to pull you off or i think you can get off yourself i don't know it looks like you just get stuck there <laughs> like, help yeah just try and get, get a, like a spatula to sort of big oversized spatula to wrench mm. you off or something yeah so all right Anything else you want to say? Um, well, look, we'll just finally mention, okay, so Joyce, Joyce's death at the end did shock me. Um, and I probably might have given this a lower rating had it not been for that scene. So okay. I'm guessing, but we'll get into that next episode. Yeah. So next episode picks up pretty much right where So unofficial lead. continuation. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and that, that shocked me, like, oh, shit. And that, could I just say... About talk about the scene in general that was quite a gut wrenching scene. Mm-hmm. You know that probably should have been in my top list somewhere, but we're still because we weren't going to mention it tonight. I kind of did leave it out, but you know that was a quite a powerful scene. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. say I, I actually would have written this episode completely off. It's just nothing apart from that scene. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. All right, uh, so anything you're going to add in? Nope. No, that's it. Well, Eddie, I'm just going to push the button and say, well, thank you for joining us tonight. I hope you enjoyed the show. My name is Jared. I'm Edwina. And if you want to do stuff, I don't know. Well, you I, can find us on TikTok, that, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. There's a Facebook page. And if you want to help out the podcast, please follow the link tree on the socials. To our merch store. Yeah, so like, share, subscribe, and uh, yeah, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.